Sentire Media They're live. Here we go. Thank you so much for downloading a podcast from Italy. This is our first one in quite a while. Yeah? Who knows? <laughs> my name is Jason. I'm joined to my left by my wife, Ashley. Good morning. Ciao, ciao. Today's the 13th of November. It is 7.42 in the morning. We run, own, and operate. This one's going to be all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> we run, own, and operate together La Tavola Marche, an agriturismo and cooking school here in Piobico, Italy. What else do I say to start it off? Let's get going. Today, warm winds still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had a really, really um, warm spring. Or spring. Shit, it's felt like spring. A warm autumn. And um, this warm air has stayed around. It's kind of weird. It has felt like September has not ended, that this has just been the longest September we've ever had. We've had nice um, autumns before, but never where it's – we haven't had frost yet. It's just uh, – it's unseasonably warm. Jason keeps telling me this is California winter. This, this is why you can wear shorts every day in fourth grade. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let's settle in and get into it. We have not done one of these in quite some time. No, we apologize. We've heard your calls for more. and um, it's Yeah, we been, ignored them. Yeah, exactly. It's been exhausting, and it's been a long one. It's been a long one. This season is um, thankfully over. It's been, <laughs> it, like Ashley said, it, it, it was long. This is the first season where... Um, we we're a little banged up at the end of the season, to be quite honest. I, I might have Carpel's Tunnel or um, uh, tendonitis. I don't know. In well, my Ashley took <laughs> Ashley Ashley had a rough one. Ashley <laughs> took a bunch of bees to the or a bunch of wasps to the face. I you closed my thumb in I the door. I slammed your thumb in the van door. I dropped a, a huge cutting board on, on my foot, foot from like three feet up. Um, multiple miscellaneous other spastic injuries. Um, I slipped going down to the chicken coop in the end of the summer-ish, and I either, through my extensive um, WebMD training, have either a uh, hernia or a strained lower abdominal muscle. Either way, it feels uncomfortable. Oh, my God. We're getting old. This is the thing. This is crazy. So it's taking its toll. It's taking its toll. So that's why it's good to, <laughs> that it's good autumn to... is so – that uh, the season is over. We yeah. can um, – Kind of recoup and um, get checked out at the dock. (laughs) We lost our cleaner at the end of the. um, We 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 lost. There was a woman who would help us clean every uh, couple of few times a week, which took kind of the stress off a little. Just helped us out a little bit, and we lost her in end of August, right? Yep. So we did the last terrible health problems for her. So it's like. Poor woman. So she's doing better, so that's good. Uh, So we finished. We just said, screw it. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. So we just did it ourselves. It was two months. Bang it out. It had to end like that. It did. It sure did. (laughs) But it was a good end to the year. And... We've already now, it's been about a week, two weeks, and starting our winter projects. So pretty close to being done, Gaji came over right away to do Capaletti. Yeah, we made our usually end-of-season tradition to have Capaletti or make Capaletti. And Capaletti are little hats, um, a traditional uh, filled pasta that's served here either with a saucer and brodo broth. 
Um, and it's fun. It's good to have in the fr- that's a good one in the winter or in the autumn to have in the freezer for the night you don't want to cook. Uh, Capoletti and Brodo is always good. I know. And here it's a real holiday meal for Christmas and stuff. So it's beautiful. But Gaji, we said, oh, we should do it. So as soon as he knew, like the day after we were done, he's like, we're coming over. We're making Capoletti. Okay. What time do you want to come over? After lunch. After lunch. And Gaji, after lunch. We, after all these years, we know him. He eats lunch early, but then he takes a grande panica, which is a big nap, and he will be here no later than 3 o'clock. So it was like, all right, no problem. We're doing some projects outside. We're getting ready to have lunch. It's 11.50, and the freaking guy shows up with his wife, everything ready to go, and he's like, all right, let's get going. And we're like, what the hell? We have? I, I was starving because we'd been working all morning. It was like, what are you doing here, old man? So, of course, Gaji kiboshed our uh, plans, but ended up we got our capoletti done. How many eggs did you do in we, total? Uh, 19, 20. 20 eggs. So... We have a, we have good, a good amount. There's plenty of bags of... I know. I feel good that that got done, put away. We also um, like repainted our place and got our little cassette, our little cottage situated. And um, we were getting ready to move into the kitchen to start doing uh, the deep winter clean and get ready for... Just kind of being in, yeah, being in here all after, winter. After a whole, after a season, I mean, you know, you, you we try to you try to keep it as as clean as you can. But after a whole season, I want to remove everything from these rooms, like in our in the dining room, in these um, in the, every the drawer, room, in the kitchen. I want to empty the whole thing, wipe everything, and start again. Yeah, we scrubbed the walls. It's a freaking cooking school, so <laughs> we had a lot of food going in and out of that kitchen. We usually do that twice a year. I usually uh-huh. like to do that at the beginning and the end right before like the season march yeah and, and then november again, no. it's, it makes it feel good so monday morning we were ready to go and uh having our coffee and power goes out i was like what that doesn't really happen it really doesn't happen if it doesn't just come back on within the next couple minutes so we start troubleshooting one thing leads to the next couple hours by within a couple hours it felt like we figured out and tripping it many many more times um it was the pump so we have a pump from a cistern that is about i don't know 50 meters below the house uh that pumps the water from the the spring that up at the top uh from the spring, it goes through a two through a pipe to the cistern. From the cistern that's constantly running, it just kind of dumps back into the river. It um, pumps it back up to the house where there's pressure tanks that send it up. Now, this was ironic and kind of interesting that we were having a weird pump issue. We had earlier in October gone into the woods and with some guests, some firefighters, shout out Tom and your brother, um, to check the tubes because we had barely any water in the cistern um we had had no rain but we wanted to check and see if there was something stuck in the tubes or check the connections there's a lot of hunters out maybe they tripped over the (laughs) exposed tubes (laughs) and um and no everything was fine it was just super low water so we've had some rain and um uh, since the guests had left and it was like okay what but why the pump now what's going on jump on in um it's just we run a agriturismo and it's been eight years and that's like uh, also i had one these there's these um they call them uh vasi vase di espansione it's 
expansion vessels. And what that does is create pressure at the house that has a bladder, a rubber bladder, this tank, this pressure vessel with a rubber bladder in there. And when the pump pumps the water into this pressure vessel, it gives it kind of a... A boost. Uh-huh. Well, one of those bladders... nitro. Yeah, one of those bladders <laughs> broke over the... I don't even know when. God we didn't knows. realize it until troubleshooting this. Um, so what you're doing now is working half the amount of pressure. So that means the pump has to work twice as hard because you don't have as much pressure up here. So a couple of different factors. We have hard water. Mm-hmm. Um, you ha- we had that super cold snap. Uh, no, that doesn't. The, the water, no, that doesn't have anything. To do. Oh, I talk a lot, hard, but I don't know. What I know. I'm talking about. I know you talk. <laughs> uh, hard water. Just listen. We have. We run a business out of our house. So mm-hmm. anything that's that kind of stuff is going to have a, a shorter lifespan than a family of four. So anyway, Monday morning, Monday lunchtime. Now, no water, and at least we have electricity again. But what do we do? So Jason starts calling. Do you call the electrician, the plumber? It's one of those weird cross. Yeah, here in Italy, it's two, both of them. So <laughs> you call the them electrician both. won't touch. So, both t- so we both can tell you no. <laughs> the electrician will not put in the, pl- the pump because it touches water and pipes. And the plumber will not wire the pump because it has electricity. So it's two <laughs> different technicians. Awesome. So no one either... The guys he's gotten a hold of aren't around till the weekend. Some haven't responded. Another guy says maybe Wednesday. So again, Jason's like, F it. We're doing it live. I'm freaking doing it myself. I'm going to get on YouTube. I'm going to try to figure this out. And uh, so he begins to troubleshoot. <laughs> now Monday afternoon or Yeah, two- it, it took us a couple of days. We, got, mm-hmm. we, went, we went to the place where all the plumbers go to get their, their stuff. It's a... It's an hour away. Got the pump. Got the things we needed. Set everything up. Cleaned out the cistern. Yeah. We, this was a great chance to drain the whole cistern and sanitize it and spray it and scrub it and do all that stuff because when else are you going to have this opportunity? So that was good. Opportunity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when opportunity knocks. Um, and then it gets time to wire up the pump. And I file, follow the wiring schematic, the wiring diagram. And it only p- produces half power. So I call Luke, uh, our neighbor, who's much better with these things. Um, and he comes over and we're both looking at it. And still we can't get it to be fixed. So we take the pump back to the shop. We say it's not working. And he's, they call the, the guy who's the authorized person for these pumps. And he says, oh, no, the, um, the wiring schematic on there, check the date of the <laughs> manufacturing date of your pump because we um, – we changed the type we, – we changed the internal parts of the pump, but we had all these instruction manuals printed up. So we – so there might have been a couple of months in there where the instruction manual was for the old pump and not the new pump till we had the new ones printed. It's like, oh, that's – Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> naturally. That's, naturally. That sounds what a, a reputable reputable place does. <laughs> We've upgraded, but you've got the old, the old uh, wiring. So here's my problem I realize with do it yourself is I'm if if ever if I can I can be Vinny the Boo I can follow the, the instructions I can do that but any deviation from that I am screwed because I don't know the basics so when I'm trying to wire this thing up and it's that it's not Anyone who's an electrician who would know the, a little bit about it would see that that's not correct somehow. Okay, not to mention, to give you, because at times I will throw you under the bus with this story, but on others, give you credit. Um, things are not 
labeled properly. In oh, this down house. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Total mess. Um, wires are mismatched colors. Uh, there's other rando wires shock wire shock wire that comes from across the river literally in a um what is it called a extension to like an extension cord we call that one shock wire if you touch that one you get shocked and you die that is correct yeah, that is correct <laughs> so it's a bit of a disaster anyway in a sense. so um i take it back for the second time after trying this new wiring oh and he's all revved up this time yep it doesn't same thing oh so, and in fact he has to stand in front of me because i start to like um yeah, get mouthy is, yeah and he had to cut me off so i said i'm just gonna go sit in the car that's a good idea <laughs> um so I go – so finally they're like, go to this guy's shop. So I go to the guy's shop, and I, as soon as I walked in with my pump, it was awesome. This kind of crusty old <laughs> Italian guy with um, bifocal – staring over, over bifocals with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth with half the ash on it. And he's got a soldering iron in one <laughs> hand and solder in the other hand, and he's working on this giant motor with all these – uh, copper coils around it, and he looks up from me, and he go, I go, hi, um, Davide, I'm Jason. Someone <laughs> called about you, he go, and he doesn't say a word to me, and he just says, you wired it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I followed exactly what this thing said, and then I follow that, and he just says, you wired it wrong. So he stops what he's doing, gets out his multimeter, hooks it up. It has the correct resistance, hooks it up to the power. Makes the correct sound dry, hooks it up to the pressure. Get, he has this thing, um, this kind of contraption, this tool that you put the pump in a bucket of water and it'll and turn it on and it'll measure the um, amount of pressure it's making. And it's making exactly what the box says. He unhooks it and goes, You're, you, you wired it wrong. Here's the correct wiring diagram, blah, 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 blah. And he was really a nice guy. And I'm like, look, I, I, I'm, he's like, uh, then we started talking, and I'm like, I don't understand. It's not right on the paper. And he's like, yes, it is not right on the paper. But anyone with <laughs> any kind of electrical training would know that here's the pro- here's where you do it. And I go, blah, blah, blah. finally, he gives me an ear beating. I love it. It was great. <laughs> About fidate, which is do it yourself, and that you can do it yourself for certain things, but with electricity, you don't mess around. And everything he is saying is absolutely, totally true. Um you know, you can kill yourself and wreck the pump and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, okay, okay. And at the end of it, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's like, you're welcome. Ten euro. <laughs> he wanted his money. And um, the whole thing was just just little things like that. I loved his shop. I loved the naked ladies on the wall, like the naked lady calendar that he has, the cigarette hanging out of his mouth, the whole thing. But uh, I learned a good lesson about electricity and how and wiring circuits and and all that but um it took it took five days took five days we um you know the dolce vita sometimes includes peeing in the yard uh that happened hey we had to use pool water to flush the toilet if you want to flush the toilet go get a bucket and grab a little pool water (laughs) you'd be like hey where are you going don't forget your bucket (laughs) um however and we had a shower at carolyn and luke's so it was a bit uh ashley you're getting really loud and i can see on the thing when you start shouting and but you're talking normal normally you're gonna i I see that i'm gonna blow them out all right sorry guys sorry Got excited. Um, but, okay, so all in all, it's a win. Let me tell you why. Even though it took five days, I went to Fermignano or Fossombrone four times. Fermignano. Fermignano. I always get those two confused. Four times back and forth. Um, 
one, I learned something. Number two, the soonest any of the technicians would have been able to get to us was Friday afternoon. And this thing was all buttoned up and cleaned up by Friday morning. And um, I saved – well, I didn't save money. <laughs> Never mind. I learned something. You learned something. <laughs> oh, it felt so glorious to have water again. Again, just like another scene out of the money pit. <laughs> and now that we have two expansion tanks, it's incredible how good the pressure is. It is. It really is. But it was also good, like you said, if you're going to go and do this – um, clean. You cleaned out the cistern. You did the. You rewired the whole box. Put a weatherproof box out there. The box itself this was house just is so <laughs> rinky, rinky dink. Outside in the down by a river with stuck against a cistern that holds water is. Do you think they put like the waterproof outside like uh, electrical boxes that you would think? No, no, no. Just one for the house. Just might as well have used cardboard. Cardboard box. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So you're doing it right. It might take 11 years, but we've learned. We're learning. We're learning. Okay. Oh, the road. Oh yeah. Speaking of disasters. So those of you who have come to Kakamone uh, this year, especially, have known that the road, the back road to Sant'Angelo or Apecchio, um, was starting to fall away. Now they closed it. Oh, in the spring by putting up some rinky-dink little, like, uh... Just like a little fancy, uh, just a little gate. Like yeah, a, like that, like a, you know, that construction, like, like wire parade. mesh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that got quickly thrown to the side and people started using it well. <laughs> then they put up cement real barriers, like you'd see at a, on a, on a highway or something like that. that it was the would... day, they, we, t- we go on Fridays to feel like a local Friday, go the back route to Apecchio. We did it. And that morning I was like, oh, I don't know if we should do this again. It's starting to look a little bit more cracked. And sure enough, that same freaking afternoon, they've put up a huge cement barrier. So there's no moving it, no passing. Now with all the, I don't know if anyone's watched the news, but Italy has gotten torrential, horrible weather this last uh, month, six weeks. Um, thank God we, in our area, we're on the other side of the Peony and everything seems to have done the damage on the west coast not so much on the east coast um we haven't had it but the, a lot of water in a little bit of time which saturates the land and now the whole road the whole road's gone we should go and take a picture of it, mm-hmm. put it up. well and don't nec- i think um misspeaking the west coast he's meaning here in central venice flooded all up in the northeast um corner as well with the trees and the wind but um yeah but venice always floods i know but just everything oh, was yeah, extreme, yeah, yeah. and the um, the coasts were terribly damaged. But, yeah, we've been so lucky. Gaji even said the other day, oh, you guys were looking to go for a road trip right when you closed. And look at this. All of this disaster that's happened, you live in paradise right here. Nothing has gone wrong. It's true. So we actually, um, since we decided not to go anywhere right away, we went. We didn't finish the, the, the story. Oh, the road. the road. Oh, sorry. I just We, we were talking about the weather. Keep going. Yeah. Well, no, it's closed, closed. There's nothing more to say. I'm bored with my own story. Keep okay. On. So we decided to go for the first time ever to the Arezzo Antique Fair. And I say first time ever because it goes on every single, the first weekend of every month for probably hundreds of years. <laughs> Um, so we took a drive over. It's about an hour and a half or so from our place, um, over the hill, over the Apennines and got there bright and early. Weren't quite sure what to expect. And, um, we had to make our way through the normal kind of weekend market, which at first Jason was like, if we drove this for that, 
this was a pleasant drive, but I wouldn't be surprised because we tend to not um, get to the festivals or they're not really happening when we would show up. So anyway, we get into the heart of the city and oh my God. I have no idea how many stalls you would say. It literally takes over the entire city. Um, Yeah, historic city. Yeah, the historic city center. And it was fantastic. Um, Little tchotchkes, little tiny things. um, Stunning uh, lighting, which I thought I was loving. Um, We were looking for a madia. A madia per pane. A madia is like a little... It's not little. It's, well, a, it's, it's a, like a hutch, a bread a, hutch. A bread hutch. And you can you store your bread dough underneath and let the, the dough rise. And then there's on top, you can cut the bread and shape it. Uh, and then there's drawer there's drawers underneath for like the baskets. You see them in a lot of these agriturismos. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. Beautiful. So that was what we had our eye out for. We knew we weren't planning to buy anything. Yeah, I don't know what I'm looking for. And I don't want to, I don't know. We don't know antiques. We're not, especially ones that could be super freaking old. So, or wood, you know, how now, do we know? Oh, it's, it's interesting when you go and start really looking at these places. They're all, are these pieces they're all really beautiful but some of them are really like barely like you touch them and you feel them go like they're really barely held together others you see the damage of the uh, worms the i don't know what that is but you Mm -hmm. see the wormholes through it others i don't know what if this is a trying to cover something but you they put so much product on it you could smell it coming off of it and it almost felt like someone dip this whole thing in like clear nail polish shellacked it or yeah, something because it was like you can't even feel the wood all you feel is like plastic like it feels now plasticky um and it stinks and then you have the opposite side too where some pieces are so huge and beautiful and in incredible condition you're like wait is this restored is this made to look yeah, is this or is new? this brand new made to look old um but it was, it was all over the it was place. all over the place so a was, lot of a, a lot of hideous stuff too like some <laughs> stuff is Real gaudy and hideous. Um, there were a lot of... We tried to do our best to speak to each other in Italian. There was a lot of uh, foreigners there, I should say. So a lot of other expats looking to buy stuff for their... Oh, look at this. This would go great in a country house. Not as much like... I thought we would see more like um, tiling, like beautiful tiling yeah. for bathrooms yeah. or stone. or It wasn't really antique building supplies no. or anything to like... It was more... Um, there Just was furniture. Furniture mostly. There was. N- I didn't. I saw one or two stalls where it was like, oh, these are all antique um, knobs or yeah. antique like um, handles for doors, but mostly um, pieces. We did find a neat old antique shop um, that had antique guns, which we were thinking about. Gaji. Yeah, this year, Gaji. This uh, February, Gaji turns seventy, and we don't know. What do you get the guy who has everything? Like this guy has everything. He doesn't need. He he doesn't. He doesn't need anything. No. He so, so we're we're trying to keep our options open and some thoughts. But this was a kind of a cool shop. He loves the he loves old westerns. He loves Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns. And we thought to get him a antique cult peacemaker pistol would be really really cool. Um, and of course, we, you can find these in the states. Yeah, in the states, it's probably a lot easier. Here, it's a 
it's a big deal. Um, <laughs> My grandpa's tried sending us a gun before. <laughs> so, so please, if anyone's listening to this and you're trying to be no, nice to no. us or Gaji, please thank you for your thoughts, but it is not worth it. <laughs> you can't You can't just send firearms through the mail. No, ask Leroy Dahl. <laughs> I sent it there, goddammit, why didn't get there? He still asks like 14, it feels like 14 years later. Where's that gun? He, no, not through the mail, sorry. He put That's a gun right. in the hold of a plane going to Europe from Seattle. It just was dumbfounded. Why? Why did it get stuck in why, Amsterdam? Why, why did it get stuck in its port of entry? Why didn't it come through? I don't know, Grandpa. None of us have a license. <laughs> anyway, um, so we found a, uh, an antique gun shop there. Mm-hmm. And Wild this, West. Yeah, with this guy, Italian guy with this giant mustache. His oh my mustache God, he was, was hysterical. Awesome. Um, fought in Vietnam and told us all about it. But being unlicensed people, it's hard to be a third party to buy a... You, even an antique gun that's not going to be fired. It, it's you, they, you can't buy a gun as a gift. You can. It's just we have to figure it out. It can't be a surprise. No, it can't not be really. a surprise. I don't think so. But I'm sure there's we're, I'm sure there's a way. So we'll figure out if that's even what we're doing. I, I don't know. It's expensive. It is expensive. It's a good idea. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, then we, that day, we have done something that we really haven't ever done. Three festivals in one day. So we did the Arezzo Market. As we were coming back home, we stopped in Chitti Castello for lunch. And thankfully, we opted out of crappy Chinese food. I was, I was starving for something different. And then it was like, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to be disappointed. Highly recommend don't do it in Ashley, Italy. She <laughs> gets these ideas in her head. And it's like... Oh, there's a Chinese food restaurant here. Let's go. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's like, no, it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible, and it's going to make you sick. And we're just we not get there and it's used like to eating that stuff. Menus. All right, Ash, we'll go because you're throwing a fit. Let's go. <laughs> and we get there, and it's just like the whole thing looked just, shady. And I'm like, no. We just both going. turn around. It's like, nope. And thankfully, we walked right into the wall of the city, and they were having um, their big truffle and wine festival. So stopped there for a great little wine tasting of Umbrian wines because we – I'm not as familiar with that. I know the Marque wines well, but not into Umbria. And we were feeling good. Had a little lunch and um, heading home, and Gaji wanted to pick up our chickens f- to give as a gift, and we kind of didn't want to be involved with that. The chickens were all ready to go, but it was like it's going to become a whole production, and – Let's just go to another festival. <laughs> He's got the keys. He knows where everything is. The boxes are there. The chickens are ready. So then instead of heading home, we went to the White Truffle Festival in Aqualanya. And it's not that it's even a great truffle year, to be honest. No, the truffles are not great at all. The um, the prices are being kept low, we found out, by... Oh, this is scandaloso, actually. Well, not scandaloso. No, no, no. It is, but go ahead. Um, the truffles in our area are not good this year. There's not a lot of them. They're very small. We had no rain. They're very compacted. They don't... We had a truffle... We had the guy who always comes to our... Who comes and parks in our driveway four, th- three, four times a week. He gave us a handful the other day. They were okay, but they weren't great. Even no. he said they're not great right Exactly. Now. And um, he was like, they're from today. Yeah. They're from right now. Um, so... Uh, most of the truffles that you will see at at least the festivals in cent- in this area came from Romania. Romania, yeah, they're and East- Slovenia, they're Eastern European. Truffles. So this is very interesting to me that they're bringing them over, and uh, I-, I find it very scandaloso. But they said, "Well, what would you rather do? You can't have a national. It's called the National Truffle Festival. You can't have this if there isn't." Um, 
truffles to sell. There would be nothing there. So I think he was saying they're changing it to the International Truffle Festival so that way you could bring in some other truffles from other countries. But Not a good year this year. No. The porcini did, did better, mm-hmm. but the truffles, not great. C'est la vie. C'est Such la is vie. life. Uh, do you want to talk about your new hobby? <laughs> You guys, Jason's always coming up with something new. He's a very curious guy. Uh, it might only be for five minutes or five days, but he goes on kicks, and he's got a new one. Okay, so I need to – my tools were a mess, and, and, I, and I needed tool rolls. Like, what is a tool roll? Like, think for screwdrivers and wrenches and all that. Basically, a canvas or a leather piece that you can slip, them in, slip the tools into and then roll it up like a, like a roll. Mm-hmm. Tie it up. So I decided that I wanted to learn how to sew something. Because, I don't know, I can't sew a button. It upsets me. Sewing is something that, it's like one of those things that it's like a life skill kind of thing. Well, like, and you didn't really marry a very domesticated no, wife. No. <laughs> My wife can't do anything. So, um, we, I... I was, I talked to Carolyn. I'm like, will you teach me how to sew? And she's like, yeah, come on over. And it's just something like I'll never end up doing it. However, like an idiot, I didn't realize we have a sewing machine at Kakamone. In the corner is a 1947 Singer model 15M with the foot pedal and the, the um, leather strap that turns it like a real old school hardcore sewing machine. Now, it's not that he's like completely retarded and doesn't realize there's a sewing machine sitting in the corner of our house for all these years. Oh, it's, it's in a cabinet. It's one that tucks itself into a cabinet. Yeah. And we, we keep like a big glass demijohn full of wine corks and stuff on top of it. So that's, it's not like, oh, <laughs> duh. You, you open the cabinet and then you lift the sewing, the sewing machine hangs upside down. You lift it up and then you take the other, the, the piece, there's another piece panel. of wood panel that folds down and that keeps the sewing machine uh, on top upright. of it. Yeah. It, I'm sure you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Um, Sewers would, you know, the swinger world out there will know. <laughs> all you, all you, all you swinger, all you singers. Or singers, sorry. Singer singers. fans. Um, here's what's really interesting about Italy. We're two weeks from anything and everything when I need to go order any kind of part for anything. It's like, yeah, we can have that for you in two weeks. However, you need a... Or like having the plumber. It's going to take five days. Yeah. Pump's gone. Plumber will be here in a week. You need any parts for a sewing machine from 1954? Pfft, no problem. I went to Urbana. Walk right in. <laughs> and she's like, sure. What size needles do you need? Any other parts I can help you with? It's like, of course. <laughs> well, that was the last time they did their purchase order. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. I know. Seriously. You can tell these. I love these old school places around here. Because when you buy stuff, and in, you can just tell by the font when on the packaging when these needles were made now remember folks um good diehard listeners may remember last winter though this has burned us these little shops because we bought that skume that foam that was expired from like 2002 or something that's right insulating foam yes so sometimes sometimes it burns you but i got my needles i got a new bobbin uh, bobbin holder thing and um we I, I got i got cut off from from practicing because um of the whole water, water thing but i'm gonna get back into it i'm gonna make my tool rolls it's gonna get stitching i'm gonna get stitching i want to try it how it can't be that hard to make um i just have to practice straight lines i got plenty of um fabric fabric around here and and um 
as far as my dive into different things, this has been pretty much free. This was True. 20, this was what? 20 are we even 20 euros in? Nope, no. This okay. is good. This so is this good. is a lot better than flying <laughs> or any of the other things that I tend to dabble in. This this is kind of this is a free one. This is like you know, drawing or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Found some colored pencils. So we'll see. I'll make. I'll show you. Uh, if my tool rolls ever get made, I'll put them up and show you. There you go. I'm excited. That, 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 that I think you'll do it. Yeah, I want to do. Um, I really want to make them out of a leather and canvas. So I got to see how. I don't know how. Um, it, how thick this stuff can be. Well, I think a great practice is going to be with all these old aprons we have that were stained or ripped or things like that from La Tavola Marques cooking class aprons um, to make a whole bunch of. Um, hand towels or napkins. So it'll be a nice little easy practice on linen for you, I think. There you go. I know. Um, what do we have going on? Uh, today we are clean. We are continuing where we left off. We're cleaning. We are, this is the last day I think of the warm weather from the South. So we're going to clean up, uh, get the outside kitchen and outside bathroom organized and cleaned up yesterday we emptied the downstairs cantina and reorganized that straight up napoli style th- shout out to glenn uh, oh yeah <laughs> and our yeah. veterans out there uh taught jason how to just, just- organize <laughs> i said we're never going to be able to get this done he says don't don't be surprised the amount of work two men can do in four hours mm-hmm. and we got that whole thing done so thank you glenn i'll never forget that and from that from it is now part of my life organized. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It feels so good once that uh, once you clean out your garage or any of those big crazy spaces that just get filled with shit, and then it's time to refill it again. So empty it, switch it out for yeah. the summer and winter stuff. We had now the change, up front. We have the changing of the guards. Mm-hmm. The, all the all the um, garden tubes and pool stuff went in, and the. Um, this, the pot belly stove and the, all that kind of stuff came, came out. out. Yep. So it's starting to it's starting to wind down out here. The uh, outside projects. It's good. Um, and then towards the end of the month, we are planning to go on some Christmas market uh, visits up towards the north in Bolzano area. So we'll keep you posted for our um, South Triol, Sud Triol um, road trip coming up. But I think that's it for this one. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta apologize. This was probably not the best podcast we've ever done. What it's, happened? You lost it right at the end. You're no, doing no, so no, good. No, 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 no. I've been thinking that the whole time. This oh is, this no! Is, this, we just kind of grabbed the microphones and said, "Let's." We haven't done it in a while. Not a lot of organization. I would have to say also that our storytelling was lackluster. It was just all. We were just all over the place. Also, we weren't. Our energy levels were not very high. We're not properly caffeinated, and we've been out of the podcasting loop for too long. Mm. So we gotta, we gotta flex these muscles and and. Do a few more. All right. Well, now that the season's over, we c- we'll do well, anything's more frequently than what we've been doing. So if you see another one within a month, that's Woo! that's much more frequent. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> All right. Bring it home. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us at latavlamarque.com. Shoot us an email at oh, info at... I'm going to... Gosh, he's interrupting at the end. No wonder this isn't a good one. Um, you could shoot us an email at info at if you have any questions for the podcast, something you'd like us to cover. Uh, questions you have for Gaji, shoot it. Bring it out or send it out to us. Um, and just announcing as well, I think we spr- said it a little bit last time, but in 2019, it's going to be all about the full farmhouse rentals. So come and take over. Whether you want to create your own 
kind of cooking school conservative with um, conservatory with some of your friends and family with a bunch of cooking classes, or you've got a big birthday party coming up, um, family reunion, just a friends gathering, keep us posted. And why not take over the farmhouse? Then we do all the work for you and you don't have to make breakfast menu plan, do the dishes, any of that. We'll hook it all up for you. And make sure to check out the website for our Made in La Marque and Basics of the Italian Kitchen um, workshops coming up in May, June, and September. We can't wait to see you guys in 2019, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.